Hello? My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And with me tonight is a mainstay regular, Bentley Craig. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all sad. My son goes away tomorrow to his mom for the weekend. Oh. Bums me out, you know. So, but uh, other than that, I'm busy. So busy. Fucking tons of shit. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good for the soul. Keeps you, uh, you know, keeps you alert. Keeps you sharp. But, uh, yeah. How is uh, Florida? Florida is fine. It's uh, it's busy. There's a lot of people that need things done. Selfish sons of bitches. Yeah, I, how, how'd you like that bees? Oh, dude. <laughs> so Bentley... Bentley sent me this picture. Or was it a video? I think it was a video, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a video, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. It was the side of, like, what, a shed? Yeah. Was it? And yeah, it, was a... it was, I don't know, a uh, couple hundred thousand bees. No, sir. Uh-uh. Listen, I might be terrified of snakes. I might have a phobia about snakes, but... There ain't no such thing as a phobia of a couple hundred thousand bees. That's that's logic. That is, you don't fuck with that. And that was a cloud of seemingly very angry, um, all business bees that were looking to hurt somebody. Yeah, they. Uh, I was uh, had just got to the job site. Was going to do some pressure washing and uh, was. Uh, Piddling on my phone and walking to the back of the shed to go uh, pee-pee. And uh, I was looking down at my phone, but I heard that loud buzz. And I stopped immediately and put my phone down and started looking. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I will not go pee-pee right there. (laughs) (laughs) I will go pee-pee somewhere else. Yeah, another zip code. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh. That looked like no fun, dude. So uh, that was a, a hilarious picture to get <laughs> from you. Like, but then no you way. sent me, then you sent me a um, a picture of where you had lunch, which looked divine. <sighs> so nice. Did you know how cold it was up here this morning? It was twenty fucking seven degrees. Oh. It was below freezing. In Michigan, in April, late April, it's almost March. No, wait, sorry, March, April, May. It's almost May, and it was 27 freaking degrees. Um, no, thanks. So, uh, any hizzle, we uh, got a couple things uh, to talk about. Not going to be on too late tonight, just because, like I said, I'm, I'm busy, but... Um, I don't mean for that to sound the way that it sounded like it sounded when it came out of my mouth, but uh, no, I just, man, it's like, I'm not underwater. I'm like, I'm able to do most of it, uh, which is nice, but it's just like, Ooh, buddy. I mean, it's nice. It really is nice to, 
to uh to be as as busy as I am. Um but anyway, uh let's see. I've got two things. Two one I I tried to do a, a, a episode on earlier, which was have you heard any news about Marjorie Taylor Greene? Uh not like today. I mean I've heard all kinds about her Sure. Um, well, this might have been the more recent one. Ooh, I wonder if I can look it up. Um, what is his name? Bill Donahue? Marjorie Taylor Green Donahue. It's Irish. It's always spelled weird. And ooh, I spelled that way off. <laughs> I'm related to this guy. Um, just slammed the U.S. Catholic. Okay, this was from Yahoo News. Do I want to read that one? Marjorie, so this is what's going around, is that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene slanders Catholics. Um, even Catholic League denounces Marjorie Taylor Greene. She needs me on her side. Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, had a had a um, interview with Michael Voris. If you remember me talking about Michael Voris, he is the founder of Church Militant, which is actually up here in Michigan, where I'm at. I've reached out to him before. Turns out this guy wrote a book called The Weapon, which is the same name. (laughs) No. Yeah, so I'll run it down this way. I've So I've talked about um, having talked to... um, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo Yiannopoulos um, has been in, has become basically friends and, and, and now works with Michael Boris and Church Militant. And uh, I asked um, Milo if he could help me out get with uh, Church Militant for because I would have loved for them to be my publishers for the book because they are a strong Catholic institution. Um, if you can call them an institution, maybe an entity. Um, but they, these guys are awesome. And uh, <laughs> when I did, I got put into contact with, he helped me out. Uh, I talked to the, the HR person who wasn't the friendliest. And she, <laughs> she just responded by saying, did you know that Michael Voris already has a book named The Weapon? <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> And I, I can't. I think. I think my response was something like, "I do now." <laughs> <laughs> Would he be okay selling two books with the same name? Uh, she didn't respond, so that's kind of where that stopped. But anyway, so um, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, I, I think he's friendly with uh, Miss Green, and um, so she did an interview with Michael Boris. Where she said, I don't think she said this because she said she said something else. Um, but right here in the Yahoo article, it says uh, she said that Satan's controlling the church and that U.S. Bis- bishops have taken enormous sums of money from the federal government, ta- federal taxpayers to assist in illegal immigration, some refugee resettlement also. And so she is getting slammed from this. And this... Um, Bill Donahue, I think it's Bill, uh, with shit. I just said it. Catholic, the Catholic League, I guess. 
um, he went after her and she took, um, how, how do you say that? Not she took offense, but it says it's, it's a different phrase. She took something, but, uh, she shot back at him and, um, said, no, what I said was, is that the, the bishops, the basically like many of the clergy, the higher ups in the Catholic church are controlled by, um, by Satan and that she, she actually was raised uh, Catholic and she wouldn't have her kids come to the church because she couldn't trust the clergy members. Um, what else did she say in that there were pedophiles within the church? So that's how she responded there. She has a whole thing that I've, I've read, I've read kind of once and then another time scanned over it again. I'm going to ask you your response and then I'll give you mine. So what do you think about that? Well, okay. Let's say I agree with her, but say, uh, you can say whatever you want. Does she throw out any kind of evidence at all? Like, you know, here's a bunch of court documents showing we're going to be arresting all these people here in two days. But they never say things like that. They just throw out really vile words. Well, I will. So I'll say it like this. She's not wrong. Um. Now, you're not Catholic, correct? No, and, you know, I've been saying that, you know, it's been infiltrated by Satan for years, and right. but I'm not a senator. So so I assume that you probably think that I was saying that she, that she was uh, just outright attacking the church, right? I think she was attacking it personally. So I don't, I don't think she's doing me a favor. Well, well, so she's talking with Michael Voris and Michael Voris, as I said, he's he is a staunchly Catholic man. He really is. I mean, he's down to like you need to dress up in a suit when you go to church every Sunday and you need to be there every Sunday and you need to pray your rosary. I mean, this guy is as Catholic as they come. Yet many, many bishops within the church hate Michael Voris. Because of what he does, him and church militant, they call them fringe. Uh, they call them quite a few uh, pretty bad names. I'm on Michael Voris's side. And when she did this interview, now she's known as being like a conspiracy theorist, right? Within within um, the public view. Um, because she goes on to InfoWars and she she talks, you know, talked about Q and and. Uh, was a Trump supporter and things of that nature. So how I took it, quite frankly, I was right on her side the moment I saw it come up. Now, I think it's Bill Donahue. Um, Bill Donahue in the Catholic League, uh, he, he's, done, he's, a, he's a multi, multi-millionaire. In fact, my priest, uh, who has a YouTube channel, his name's The Shadow Priest, he's worked with Michael Voris in, in Church Militant. Um, this Bill Donahue uh, tried to hire my priest to be to be his uh, his sole priest down in his uh, he lives in he's got an estate down in Florida at least he did when he was doing this. Um, he tried to have him come down and be his his specific priest to travel with him and you know do uh, mass every day and and offer confession whenever he needed it and things of that nature. And my priest was like, uh, no, 
no, I'm not doing that. Now he, I don't think he looked at him as a bad guy necessarily, but, uh, and, and from what I've heard is that Bill Donahue actually gave some money to Mel Gibson to make the passion of the Christ when, uh, the production studios, uh, passed on Mel Gibson doing that movie. So I don't necessarily want to say that Bill Donahue is a bad guy. Um, all of that being said, I am so vehemently against um, kids being molested and raped. I am, I am so rageful when I think about uh, what a pedophile is. Um, and to know that we have that in the church, as I said before, dude, I'm never going to shy away from this shit. And I, and, and it's a real tragedy that Catholics have, um, because I'm, I, I don't think that, I think that it, it should, the, the clergy members should be just as angry as I am and looking for justice as I am, but Catholic the, the Catholic lay, the practicing Catholics that are out there that aren't a part of the, the clergy, they should be standing up as well. They should be, because if you look at what's going on, obviously, in the world, the Catholic Church, at least the higher ups, have um, moved to pacify the liberal left, which is just gut-wrenching for me to know that that shit's going on. And... Yes. Um, I've talked time and time again about how I want to purge out of the church all of the evil that has infiltrated. And I believe that all of this is, an, is a purposeful intent by our enemy to infiltrate the Catholic Church and to ruin its reputation, which it's doing a phenomenal job. And those that don't speak up are a part of that problem. So, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, my thing is. And, and I believe that, and I, I believe that, you know, not only do they have that in the Catholic Church, there are plenty of it going on in Protestants and, oh, sure, you know, and apparently Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts and, yeah. you know, anytime there's kids involved, parents need to be more involved. But right. with her, the politician saying what she said, okay, great. And the reason why I say it's an attack is she didn't really lay out what are we going to do about it? She's just saying it like, you know, there you I go. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Give me, like, give me something. What are you going to do about it? Woman? You right. Know? Um, no, I see that. I see that point. How, how do you start something like that with the church? You know, that is all over the world, around the world, back again yeah. and back and forth. It's everywhere. Um, well, what's what's really sad is, is is quite a few things. One is that this shit has reached the levels of bishop, which is um, just under a cardinal um, within the church of the within our hierarchy. Which is really it's it's more so like these different positions are more so for a span of control in not what like people would say is like trying to control people's every movement. It's to it's supposed to be in order to grow the church. Um, you know what I mean? Like it goes from Pope to Cardinal to Bishop or Archbishop to Bishop to um, priest to nun and um, deacon where, you know, it's supposed to, it's meant to uh, 
grow the church. And what's happened is, is that those higher up positions, as well as pr- plenty of priests, uh, have been taken over by people who are not Christian at all in the, in the least. And in fact, hate Christianity. And that's where you're seeing these cover-ups. That's where you're seeing the, uh, the, the actual perpetrators, um, flourish, uh, in many, many cities, major cities in, in the United States, as well as Ireland, as well as, um, I believe Germany. I mean, it's, it's really all over Europe and, and anywhere. I shouldn't say anywhere that the church is because I don't know that nor, nor does anybody else, but yeah. quite a few places that has, has been the case and, and seemingly the more populated places, um, is where it's happening. So, uh, so how does a bishop end up with a kid anyway and have that happen? Like I grew up in a church and I wasn't ever alone with my preacher man. You know what right. I'm saying? But, you know, I was also my preacher man had a wife and kids and things like that. But I wasn't like ever alone with that guy. Well, it's interesting that you asked that. Uh, and it's a, what a, it's a great question. I wish more people would ask that. Uh, because from that, you'll get the understanding that this wasn't like four and five-year-old kids. This wasn't seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old kids. This was pubescent children. It wasn't pedophilia, actually. It was hebophilia. Now, there may have been some cases of pedophilia, but it, it wasn't, it certainly was not the, the vast majority of it. Hebophilia is pubescent, which means that they have, it's, it's basically altered boys and girls which is, I think you enter into that around the age of 12 or 30. I was never one myself, uh, but I know of them. I've seen them at mass and, and especially up here in Michigan where we're saturated with the Catholic church, right? We have a lot of Catholic churches everywhere. You can shop around where I was in Tennessee. We only had one Catholic church for every 45 miles or so. So they're far more spread out. There's a lot more, you know, Protestant Baptists. Uh, yeah, because uh, Baptist is the Catholics of the South. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but so it would happen with those pubescent children because they would be the ones that would be the altar boys and girls and go off and, and do the things that the priest needed for them to do. Or I guess in, in many cases it was so-called that the, the priest needed them to do, but rather it was more so for the priest to get, and I hate even calling them priests because this is not something that a Catholic would do. This is not what a Christian would do. This is what an evil person would do. And um, everything that Christianity is about is vehemently against this type of sin, right? You cannot be a good person and do these things. And um, so they would groom them. They would get them alone in a way. This is what groomers do. And they would, they would slowly start to, and over time, groom them to where they could eventually finally... Um, molest and rape these these uh poor souls so that's how that would happen now uh, go ahead i was gonna say how about the church and any church maybe they you know you got the all your bible classes for everybody maybe there ought to be a class in every church about hey you need to look out for this in case somebody's grooming you while you're here at church don't let this happen don't let that happen don't do this don't do that this is you know, situations that lead to this, man, 
you would you, you'd think that that maybe would have happened by now, don't you? After yeah, I'm like, all right, well, somebody go out here and tell these people this is what you need to look for. Years ago, I had a little boy, and I told him something, and he's like, "So is that a is that our secret?" And I was like, "Uh, no." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "You don't keep secrets from your mom or dad." I was like, "If I ever tell you to." not tell your mom and dad. I was like, you immediately go tell your mom and dad. I was like, any adult ever tells you anything that's a secret. I was like, there's no secrets with your mom and dad, you know, and he understood it at that time. I was like, no. Yeah. That's, and that's excellent, excellent advice. Um, however, on a funnier note, when I do shit around my kids, <laughs> that I don't want them to tell their mom. <laughs> Cause she's going to yell at me. Um, I will tell them to keep that. Well, <laughs> you are them. the mom or dad right there. So <laughs> you get a true. special pass on that one. <laughs> I'm not the mom or dad of that kid. So I'm like, -uh. there are no secrets <laughs> with me and you. They walk up on me while I'm smoking a cigarette. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare tell your mom. I'll kill your puppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Yeah. That's funny. That's my, uh, my uncle. He, you have to understand, he, this guy is nothing but a comedian. He is just constantly funny. Shit, I talked to him today and he had me rolling. But he would, uh, we're adults, okay? This is not when we were children, right? So, because what I'm about to say is pretty fucked up. But he'd be like, uh, he, <laughs> he'd say some shit like, um, oh God, I don't know. He'd be like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't know. You need to, I'll molest you or something like that. Right. So it's just like obnoxiously, uh, 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 like over the line. Right. And then he'll be like, if you tell anybody, I'll kill your fucking puppy. <laughs> God, dude, you know, where it's just like, so, and <laughs> can you imagine somebody listening to this right now going, you should, you should seek help. <laughs> That's oh yeah, there are people that do not take uh, lightly to killing puppies. Oh my gosh, that is uh, so, um, yeah, you you crossed a line with yeah, a certain shit. clique of people. There, they're like, all right, I know it. That's it. Fuck, that's that's moderate in in some some of our my circles. Um, but no, I mean when it when uh, the the other question that you asked earlier about, I think you you asked it. Uh, how do you fix it? Yeah, how do, how do we fix things? They don't give out solutions. They just throw out blame and yeah, you know. They, Here you go. Well, okay. Well, yeah, we I know that. We all know that. What we're we going to do about it? Yeah. What well, what you said earlier, um, just a few moments ago. That that's a great idea. Wonderful start. Other Catholics that are listening, fucking take that into consideration. Um, but I think I think it really, especially now, it starts with the at the the non-clergy active uh catholics um practicing catholics i think it's up to us to get involved in the church um i mean I, i'll always hope and request request and pray that non-catholics become catholic and help us help us out um i understand if you don't um but i i believe that it's something that it's it's truly going to have to happen from the ground up to purge these people out of the church and um, I can only say in terms of physical, anything physical, I'm not going to tell somebody to, to do anything. But personally, 
uh, if I come across these sons of bitches, I don't think I'll be able to hold myself back. I think I will physically hurt these people. Um, there you go. See, I don't, I don't think we can get rid of them per se as much as we can educate people to look out for them and take that away from them, take away some of their weapons yeah. from them and their 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 tool belt. Well, I think I, another thing that that's terribly sad is that there are good priests who um, innocently, uh, you know, doing whatever they may do because of the the amount of um, attention, maybe if that's the word, that the Catholic Church has gotten, have been caught up and enveloped in uh, people's rage against the church and. Um, have have had to deal with uh you know being uh guilty by association um yeah yep, yep, you know, yep. and have been yep. gone after uh, i just saw a priest the other day that had said something to that effect that uh and it, this he was just talking about being a soccer fan about a certain uh he's european he's uh, over in scotland and um the the so he was a rangers fan or was he a Celt? He was a Celtics fan. They have they have an, a, a soccer team over there called the the Celtics or the Celtics. Um, they're green and white stripes if you've ever seen. And their rival are the are the Rangers or um, another Scottish team. And I guess the Rangers knew that this guy was a priest and and started calling him a child molester and this that and the other. Which I'm not saying that that's the worst attack ever, but you know it's they're being enveloped. This is uh, a good priest that you know, has not done anything wrong. And sadly, because of the stigma that comes along with it's now um, being a priest, um, you know, he got hit with that. So that's, that's unfortunate. Um, But I think it, I think the answer, like you were saying, is that it does start with, with the practicing Catholics being more involved in their church, being around and keeping an eye on your kids, you know, and I don't want to say that and make it sound like, um, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit. I would have had my eyes on my kids the whole time, you know, and not only that, uh, you know, asking them about what they're doing and, and any prolonged visitation with someone, especially a, a man, I would have always been worried about that. Yeah. You know? if they don't want to talk about what they've been doing with an adult. Yeah. You need, you know, you need to, you know, adults need to know the red flags. <sighs> Yeah. When they see him, when they hear him, you know, whether it's true, you know, it doesn't need to be a witch hunt, but you need to be aware. Yeah. Um, I mean, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Evil people doing things like that. It's not like it's, it's unheard of, or it was unheard of 50 years ago. Um, you know, it just was not thought of in the church, but at the same point, it's like, man, don't you question? I mean, how many people's fucking detective skills were at an all-time low back then? Holy shit. <sighs> I, th- I think they get into cruise control like, a you know, the preacher is somebody you, you want to respect that person and believe that they know better. And, you know, as an adult, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, everybody's human. They're all fallible. Even me, I'm cool most all the time, but every now and then, you know, I'm a butthole, but I'm not a scumbag. There you go. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good. That's a, I like that. I like that saying. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So it's uh for for Marjorie Taylor Green. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take her side with this. Um, and I will hope that she, and if I ever meet her one day, I'll certainly, uh, try to get her to come up with some answers for it, or at least maybe give her, give her ours that we've come across in this episode and, and uh, others that I can think of. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if I'm like, did you just now find that out, Marjorie? Yeah. <laughs> did you find out this week? Is that okay? Right. Cool. <laughs> but, um, I think I'm going to take her side in this. And uh, another sad point is that you have a lot of Catholics that maybe are, um, you know, weathered from going through and, and uh, having to deal with so many people who've, who, uh, you know, they, we have a, a tattered reputation as Catholics. Um, you know, Joe Rogan, shit, this was years ago. Joe Rogan had a uh, uh, shit. What's his name? Gavin McGinnis on his show. And, um, as soon as they started talking about religion, he looked right at Gavin and he goes, Oh, you like, you like child fuckers, you know? Um, so that's been around for quite some time. And, and I'll also note, he would never say that to Khabib Namurga Maga 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 on his show. And he, and he wants him on his show and, and Khabib wants to go on a show one day when he has better English. Uh, and it is it, for anybody that really knows about, um, the Middle East and the Arabic uh, Muslims over there, uh, there's a lot of uh, um, understood child abuse that goes on. Um, and Joe Rogan's heard about it. I mean, shit, Gavin McGinnis was telling him about it. And uh, he would never, he would never, ever, ever, ever say um, that to him. He'd be too well, scared. I know people who were in the military, friends of mine, um, who told me they had to, you know, step back and allow things to happen. Yeah. How about and, that? Yeah. And they, uh, they're like, man, I, you know, glad you weren't there because they know I would not have stood back and let any of that happen. Well, thankfully, in everybody's head. Thankfully for Trump, um, he pardoned that one soldier that, that he did, he couldn't, and he um, he went and killed the whoever the guy was that was supposed to have immunity that he uh, this guy that he killed was uh, raping the little boy that with out there in the Middle East. I wish I knew that guy's name, but um, he killed the guy and then got put in the, um, the brig or whatever you call it and ended up going into military prison and Trump pardoned him and got him out of that. So, you know. For all the shit that I may have given Trump or somebody else gives Trump, uh, that was one really f- phenomenal thing that he did in uh, pardoning yeah, that. That is um, when I was in, I wasn't allowed certain places, certain people, because <laughs> I was a firecracker. Let me tell you, dude. Hey, you know, good. If that's what if that's what you would do, good. I'm, I'm fucking. I'll support that. And but there weren't enough, you know, but there were people at that time also were, you know, I knew that they wanted to react like me, but I also knew 
that their career was going to be a lot better off if they didn't. And it was just me that reacted this way. I remember like, you know, I'll tell you what, I got this. (laughs) You become an officer. I'm going to move on and I'll tackle this problem. Yeah, man. You just hate to hear about it. You know, you hate to know that, that that's, that's a lot of people out there, man. They'll turn a blind eye. And you know, you, you have to, if you want to move up and do things, you have to turn a blind eye. Yeah. You know, you have to pretend you didn't see it. You got to roll with it. I'd like I, to I can't do that. that. No. Well, th- I'd like to start a fad that, you know, we stop doing that and we no longer turn any more blind eyes and uh, we might end up getting our asses kicked once or twice, but you know, Hopefully we'll be doing more ass kicking. Um, and people just should, and, and you don't have to get violent. No, no, you don't. I like to, or I would right. like to. Well, um, you know, and then that's why I like to kind of keep to myself and not go out. <laughs> right. Because uh, they're, you know, I can't be very Christian when I see things sometimes. Or maybe you are being Christian because, I mean, Christ did make a whip and go in and beat the shit out of some people that were fucking around in the temple. So, right. Well, well, you know, you know, I don't know. God has, uh, whenever it has come up and I have, you know, invoked the name of God to these people, um, I've never, ever accounted uh, violence. Except, well, the very first time, but that was a whole, (laughs) (laughs) it was, it was a learning experience, but you know what though? It let me know that I was going to be okay no matter what. Yeah. And I mean, I want to be clear that I don't want to force somebody to believe like me. I never would. Um, I don't think that that's right. And not only that, it won't work, but um, there's a line in the sand where, uh, if you're hurting someone else, especially a child, especially innocent, um, that if physical violence should be brought into the, the case. That's what, how I feel. You know, yeah. I understand well, you know it's not in everybody's wheelhouse to do that. I was it's thinking true. about that the other day. We're in at, at another situation where this guy needed to stand up for himself. But you know what? That was not in his wheelhouse to do that. Yeah. And, you know, but you know, that's what I remember. He, he's the one that said that he's like, Hey man, that's really not my wheelhouse. And I was like, well, you know what? I believe you, but guess what? It's in my wheelhouse. I got this. You know? yeah. <laughs> and went over and had a discussion with somebody about it. Cause he wasn't going to, you know, yeah. and I just couldn't watch it anymore. Right. I, um, fuck, I almost got into it with, uh, a coach of my, my son's other team. So he had a soccer game today and my son, like in soccer, you can, it's called shouldering. You can put a shoulder in on somebody while you're both trying to get the ball and knock them down. And my son put, I mean, they were chippy and he put the nicest shoulder I've ever seen in the sport of soccer and on somebody, I mean, he plays hockey too. And, uh, this coach was going ape shit. And, uh, I mean, it was close, man. It was so close, but I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a good win for me. Cause he, this guy was like, I don't know, maybe 60, you know, I'm 39. It, it wouldn't have been a win. 
you know, to go and kick that guy's ass. But, you know, had he went any further um, and talking about my son, then uh, it would have called for an ass kicking. But, you know, I understood it was a sport and, you know, tempers flare and shit like that. But yeah, that's where yeah. you got to practice that, that control. But I'm all good buddy. as long as you don't touch me. Yeah. Well, even, I mean, it, had he called my son a name, had he, had he said some other, you know. Oh, well, kids, is, that's a whole other different thing. Right. You know, you're not allowed to holler at my kid. Are you high? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, here. I got this. He was really practicing, like, some control when it came to being the coach and, and, and protecting his players and stuff. And I understood that. But, you know, it's still, I'm irrational when it comes to my kids. And, man, my, my temper was starting to flare. <laughs> I was just waiting for that, that one more, you know, hair to break the camel's back. Uh, but it never came, so that was good. Because uh, good, oof, I was I was getting heated, but um, it didn't happen, and and uh, I'm glad that it didn't. Anyway, uh, for those Catholics out there, um, you know, I, I I said it the other day. I'll say it again. I'll hopefully, keep saying it in the future. Is that uh, you should not be uh, shying away from this. You know, we can't, and it's not because we want to adhere or cower or um, placate to those that aren't us. You know, it, it's not that we're doing that. We're, we're trying to somehow appease the atheistic liberal left. I'm not saying to do that at all. Fuck them. What I'm saying to do is for your own good and for the good of the church, um, don't shy away from this for the good of truth as a whole. Do not shy away from this. Don't, don't, you know, engage in it you know, and, and, uh, start leading people to understand that we have got to do something because whatever's been done isn't enough. It isn't enough. I've, no, I've laid no, out the, plans. Right. I've laid out the plans of what the church should do with the, and, and it's not so much the church, it's the clergy. It's, it's, it's the, the, um, structure, those in power, what they need to do and what they've done hasn't been enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty simple. You need to uh, trust but verify. You know, I don't see a problem with the, uh, you know, couple of the church members checking out the the old man, seeing what he does when everybody goes home, and goes to bed. What's he out doing? Right. You know. Yeah. And then you know you check him out for a few nights or whatever, and find out okay, he's just a dummy like the rest of us. Okay. Yeah. You know, and it's um because I love the church. I mean, it's a part of my identity, um, being Christian and and uh, and participating in all of the the traditions. I mean, my church, my priest is good. He's a good man. Uh, the priest at my church, and it's set up very well. Um, you know, and and uh, there is there's no chance that. Uh, not so much his character that I'm talking about, but more so like he, he doesn't even put himself in that position that it could even be questioned, you know, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it's something that we really need to start changing in the church and, and, and coming together. And it's like, I don't know, people are just spreading out and not not communicating and not being involved like they should and, and things to that degree i mean i'm i'm thinking myself about going to you know different 
um, gatherings and just fucking bringing it up, making it uncomfortable for everybody, you know, talking to different priests, asking them who, if they know anybody that's done this bad shit, you know, and, and calling them out. Now I'm sure that that would affect some priests that are good. Uh, in fact, it would, it would, it would, uh, affect a lot of good priests, you know, and put them on the spot and probably make them feel pretty fucking uncomfortable. Maybe even borderline be a sin again, but, um, and there's the uh, another the the what lies beneath because how many people are we talking about? It can't be like this overwhelming number of church figures who are doing this. You know what I'm saying? What what's the actual numbers? There's got to be more good priests and bad. So you got to be like real careful about how you do that. You don't want to make a, a good priest or a good person feel convicted right yeah you don't go ball balls to the wall right you don't go fucking full so, yeah it would be a um, there'd have to be and i'm not diplomatic that's why i'm like you know what just send right. a couple of the guys out follow him around see what he does at night see what goes on and, you know we'll do it again next month until we are satisfied whether or not this dude's okay <laughs> well i will say this sometimes you have to set the tone you know, and then you can get diplomatic. I mean, look at look at the Revolutionary War. Look at, you know, um, a lot of uh, of creation of of morally sound institutions. Sometimes they had to come. They, they had to set the tone first uh, with a bit of um, kick assery before they could get diplomatic. You know, um, you got to sometimes you got to. You got to um, bring in the uh, the riffraff to get them to settle so that you can be diplomatic. You know, right. Yeah, as a kid, I was thinking about it. Um, I my uh, stranger danger thing wasn't ever about it was it was everybody. It could be the guy next door, the guy or whoever a couple blocks over or some stranger in a van everybody was potential you know to not don't let these people nobody touch you like my dad you know didn't give me specifics like you know you don't don't ever be alone with a priest Yeah, (laughs) you know, I never got that. It was like never be alone with any damn body, right? More general speaking, um, yeah. (laughs) So there's got to be a lot more pedophiles out there to worry about than your actual guy at the church. I'll tell you right now, man. I almost feel like me, me now at 39, more so than me at nine. Uh, if you were to roll up on me with a white van and be like, Hey man, you want some candy? I'd be like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> you got what, what you got. Yeah. It better not be none of that fucking coconut shit. <laughs> yeah, chocolate bitches. Better yeah. not be no, uh, <laughs> gummy bears. Yeah. Better not be none of that fucking dark chocolate either. I need that milky shit. <laughs> 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 Some guy trying to molest me. <laughs> like, can you got candy? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, All right. I'm uh I'm feeling it today. 
<laughs> end up kicking his ass because he doesn't have any candy. You son of a bitch. Kick his ass and then make him go get some candy and then turn him in. Well, my, uh, I was I was working with my boss man today and he made a uh, a sexual comment to me. And uh, I made a comment back where I said, well, I tell you what, your your boyfriend don't complain when I do it to him. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave me the strangest look I'm like yeah I will go there that's funny that is the funniest shit of course when I when I put out this uh, episode from uh, I still haven't I didn't even have a chance the last two days to uh, to edit it I, I need to try and do it tomorrow I might be able to I've been um, waiting on it I, I want, I'm going to be honest with you Okay. Yeah, well, Andre Willowair's cousin, man, it, the first hour, I was so impressed with him. He is, uh, he's got a knack for this type of shit. I don't think he's got a, a podcast either, so I'll try and get him to do one too. Um, he'll definitely be back on. Andre, <laughs> he was a little, he, uh, you hear at the, I'll, I'll leave it a surprise, but you'll see. <laughs> it's fucking like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put that, uh, hopefully I can get it on tomorrow or, or the, the day after kind of sucks when you have to edit because we were we were saying some sh- not not like illegal we weren't saying like illegal shit that we shouldn't we were just saying some shit that you know we should be saying <laughs> it was like damn it we like, have a locker room talk on the podcast no, it wasn't any i know it was it was like more so to do with like our identities and shit you know and what we do and it was like oh fuck, yeah because we just kept forgetting it was three of us and one of us would use our real name and it's like, son of a bitch. And then they have to be like, all right, you gotta, you gotta edit that. I mean, it just kept happening. It would happen at the funniest times. Um, it was, it was pretty good. So I'll, uh, I'll put that out, but hopefully I'll, uh, cause I'm going to see Andre Willowair tomorrow. Um, so hopefully his cousin might be able to come out. We can do another one. I don't know. Every time I hear you say that, I want to think of, I think of a tall black basketball player. Uh, that's what I said. That's what me and his cousin said. Because uh, Andre is either a black man or a Frenchman, right? right? And you know what? Any white guy that I have met that was named Andre, we always called him something else, like probably Frenchy, maybe yeah. because they were yeah. French. Yep. I think we always called him Frenchy, and they were a little odd. I must tell you. But these were all like <laughs> guys in the military. I'm like, damn, dude, yeah, where the hell are you from? Uh, <laughs> we, uh, so, and I mean, I, I, when he came up with that name, not, I've never, I've never actually been angry at him for it, but I always have the running joke that I'm mad at him. But, uh, uh, so I just call him airbender because it's, it's so much easier, you know, even yeah, though it has, uh, I think that's why I think he's like a, a, a great basketball player also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't know who he plays for, but he's really good. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he trained Michael Jordan. Oh shit! What was the next thing? Oh, um, the the popular thing that's been going on. So I think we've kind of we'll we'll talk about it again when it comes to the the Catholic Church and the the shit that's going on there because I got an episode that I want to make, much like we did with the uh, the slavery numbers. Um, I want to do the. Uh, the victims numbers for the Catholic church and, and geographical locations. 
So um, I, that might have to be a large part serious because it, it's happened a lot, uh, calling it out within the states of the United States, but then also the rest of the world. Um, so we'll talk more about that later. I think we I think we we uh, got pretty deep on it today, but uh, the the more popular issue that I wanted, and I really don't want to talk about it, but it's there, so why not? Um, the court case of Amber Heard and Captain Jack Sparrow. Have you heard? <laughs> I have not followed any of it other than seeing other people's actual comments. I haven't watched headlines or anything like that, but I just keep right. hearing, is there anything else on Fox besides, uh, you know, right. Cap, Cap Jack, you know, all kinds of that kind of thing. Well, it's funny that, um, that you approached it from that. Uh, a lot of people think that it's a distraction from some shit that's going on right now. Uh, I, I could believe that. Um, I have seen some clips just because of it's pure entertainment and probably more so that I can relate to having, um, you know, been married to somebody much like her, at least what she seems to be, uh, which is a narcissistic, psychopathic, crazy bitch violent bitch too um and oh man some of the shit that she pooped in his bed dude yeah that (laughs) was where you know that was her jumping to shark moment for me i'm like okay you got no case now i don't care what the (laughs) hell's going on here woman you just crapped in the bed no that's socially unacceptable (laughs) that is a foul that is i mean that's even a lower number of people that enjoy shit like that. that like that's a, that's a lower number than like training. She got her only page or only fans. <laughs> Ugh, gross, man. Well, I tell you what, I, and, and I saw this pretty quick on, there was a, uh, I guess he was recording her after so long. Um, although I would never want to have to be in a relationship like that where you're recording one another. I have been, and it's terrible. Um, when you're in when it when it's that bad record everything record every fucking conversation i promise you you will thank me later um i'd have a witness too i'd have somebody with me oh dude there was times that i wish i would have recorded and i in one time that saved me saved me so much that i recorded um and it's when she when she hit me in the face with the uh, stemless wine glass while i had my son on my hip in the dark which meant she was she didn't care if she hit my son with the damn thing so i was glad that i had my uh recorder on then but and you um, know what else will go a long way and uh it is writing a journal down of everything that's happening yeah oh yeah yeah i that got that right there becomes somehow i mean to be honest with you you could put in a few lies here and there on it and it would almost become you know legal because it's like written down and courts look at that different than what comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Yep. If you, if you've had a diary for sure. Um, well, he had recorded, um, her at one point where she, in this, this whole case is about, I think he's suing her. I think it's a civil suit for, um, damages. I think it, it defamation. I think it is. 
or yeah, defamation, but it's for the damages from the defamation. So uh, he's got a recording of her admitting on the fucking recording that she hit him, which when, when everything came out the first time, this is the second go around with these two. The first time was that she um, claimed that he was abusive to her. And this recording, I mean, it proves beyond any shadow of a doubt that she was the abusive one and, and um, manipulative. And Johnny was just like miserable, which <clears throat> this is a situation that a lot of men find themselves in. A lot of men. And it is the worst. I was in it, you know, and it's just fucking terrible, dude, where you just this crazy bitch is just being crazy and you are married to it and you can't get it. You know, it's like, God, I, I heard there was like some of the, the recordings that I heard that brought back some fucked up memories. And you're just like, holy shit, I am so happy to be gone and away from that. But man, did it take a while. It's it's um it's mesmerizing to say the least about this whole thing. But um I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. The, the you pooping be, in the bed was where I was like, okay, she's loony toony. I will say this. Um I I watched it like uh you know how every once in a while there'll be like a, uh, uh, I don't know, a serial killer or, you know, some crime of the century that we watch on TV, right? Like the, like the, it becomes like a, a, a weird little fad across the, the nation that, that the, everybody's tuning into this, you know, one person yeah, for sniper of the DC. Yeah. Something like that. Um, that's what it's been for me. You know, where it wasn't, I wasn't totally passionately enthralled in it, but it was like, oh, I'll check in on this little, little bit of information or uh, entertainment. Um, as I say all of this, mind you, Johnny Depp, I, I could be off on this part. I'm pretty certain that his name was in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. And also, he has had numerous times talking about pizza in, a, a, a way that most people don't talk about pizza. <laughs> well, and he did and, have the what was the uh, the the three guys that he helped get out of jail? The three kids. What for um, him? Uh, what was oh something three? They like killed a couple little boys and what? And uh, but. It's a real shady case anyway, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, it definitely needed to be looked at. But uh, like the police were saying, it was some kind of devil worshiping kind of thing. And Johnny Depp and uh, some other guy, some other rocker, rock and roll dude, they made like um, some HBO documentaries about it also. And they got them out. Of prison, and one of them moved up to like Salem, <laughs> became a you know a witch book. I'm salesman. trying to look it up. All the stories I can find right now, even though oh here uh, we go, West Memphis Three. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. I can't believe I didn't know that, but yeah, um, 
you know, I don't know really what happened with that case, yeah, to be honest yeah, with you, man. Yeah. It is shady from one end to the other. At the beginning of that same day that those three or those boys ended up getting killed, there was a, uh, right before all that came out, there was a police call about some black man that was covered in blood at a uh, gas station. And like that was never looked into. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if he had anything to do with that case, but I remember hearing that a long time ago. And I was like, couldn't uh, he had any, nobody looked that up. I was like, really in that town, a black man covered in blood. Is it, did that really happen? John, First I can't of all, they're showing this shit. Ew. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a, a kind of, it was a brutal murder and they left him like in a drain ditch. It's like that, a, that was a, actually a, draining, so there wasn't a lot of evidence. But they tried to tie them into like you know some crazy ass knots that that were on these kids. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> this happened in so West West Memphis, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like West Memphis, the west side of Memphis, Tennessee. It was in Arkansas. Yeah. And it's a shady case and, yeah. you know, some shady policemen and, you know, maybe those guys did it, you know, you can look at it from one angle or the other, depending, you know, and that's, you know, people usually divided on that. But a lot of people on the left wanted them out. <clears throat> As they normally do. They're okay with killing children. As they, they support abortion and probably have quite a few um i thought it was kind of funny though that they were like it wasn't a satan worshiping thing it's you're all crazy and then that uh the main one he went to like i said salem massachusetts or whatever and opened up a witchcraft bookstore or something like that i'm like okay well old dude went right out into witchcraft yeah You know, I'm like, uh, not that that yeah, means he's guilty or anything, but okay. I don't know. Maybe it does. You know, that detective scent should be popping off pretty hard. Um, yeah, so Johnny Depp isn't necessarily, uh, or I would want to remind people that Johnny Depp has been, I know guilt by association doesn't necessarily mean guilt. You know what I mean? Or just being, sorry, I said that weird. I am <clears throat> retarded from How about? From how about uh, birds of a feather. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean guilt. No, guilty association. But mean you guilt. know, you, you know, like my but my grandmother would think you are probably like that person <laughs> that you're hanging <laughs> out with. Right. Right. Well, you know, and it, it, to to a degree, it is true um, that who you associate with ends up being, you know, what you're like. So. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, um, I don't know, a, a baby killing, blood, baby blood drinking, you know, Luciferian. However, as we just said, sometimes it does. Sometimes you hanging out with somebody and seeing them do the shit that they do, you end up doing that same shit. So, uh, and especially with the weird shit that he was saying, I mean, it's coded language. You know that it's coded. The fucking FBI knows that this shit is coded. They came up with a whole um, way to uh, analyze behavior using this. You know what I mean? So, um, 
this coded language shit is just, it's a little too bizarre for me where I can't let that go. So even though she did this shit to him, it's still like, I look at it from that point of view, not saying that other people need to, um, but I, I see it from that point of view and I'm like, I don't give a fuck who gets hurt in this. <laughs> like both of you guys suck, you know, but she definitely does seem like a crazy bitch, you know? <clears throat> yeah, man, she, she pooped in the bed. She pooped in the damn bed, man. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. That is just unacceptable. We we got to stop right there. It. Like, all right, no, you, you, that's it. You don't, yeah. we don't care what you have to say. Like he may have deserved it. However, you were the one that still pooped in that bed and mm-hmm. I don't have a high character yeah. rating. Yeah. You, nobody gets taught that that's the right answer. <laughs> you came up with that all by yourself. You crazy, crazy lady. I've heard of some people who were like, Oh, I'd go shit on their grave or I'd go shit on their car. And I'm like, I don't think that makes me look any more highly at you. you I know? will go pee. Yeah, I'll piss. That's fine. You know, but I, you know, like me peeing in a bed. Okay. I'm cool with that. That's a dude peeing, but you know, a girl peeing in a bed. No, there's only one way a girl's going to pee in the bed. You know, she's you know, like me. Yeah. I'm not going to be squatting in the bed peeing. Yeah. It's like shitting on something. It just really seems more like it's such an amount of effort for something so petty. And I don't know, man. How do you it's get there? How do you get yourself into that kind of frenzy that you are pulling your pants down and crapping in a bed? The fuck, dude? What have you? Like, I'll be like, what are you on? You need to go go get your meds lined out, young lady. How does it go through your head that that's even a good idea? That's it. That that's even an option. It, does, it, it can't. Well, does she have it's a friend it. encourage her to do that or something? Where, I love to just know how did yeah. you come up with that? That's like one of the, my favorite thing with kids, especially it, it, the younger ones. You know, when I'm asking them why they did something, and they, you know, would normally I guess some people would they'd be in trouble, but I'm like, oh no, you're not in trouble. All I need you to do is tell me how you got to that was your answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, you don't have to be sorry at all. I promise you, kid, you're cool. It's Look, cool. What you did was so just stupid. Please, just I tell me how you got there. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Nobody how can ever doing? answer me. You know, I don't know. I, I'm like, no, really, you you know how you did it. You, yeah. Please tell me. How do you, I'm going to go poop in his bed. Yeah, I mean, just because it's like he... Will he have to like burn the whole bed down? You know, now like, oh, I would. does he have like a poop phobia that we don't know about? I would have a, I got a poop phobia to that shit. You know what well, I mean? I guess it's like, Dude, at that point, though, I, would, I think like he would, could, to me, it would not be a foul if he punched her in the nose for that one. <laughs> like, you're allowed to punch her in the nose right there. <laughs> If I and it's to, over. We're going to drop it after that. We're even. You know, she's shitting the bed. Well, and... yeah. <laughs> I, that sounds like it could be. I, uh, If I woke up and my wife's shit was, <laughs> was right next to my face, dude, um, I might catch the house on fire. I might do that. I don't. 
just I don't know how I would respond to be honest, man. I, I don't throw know what up. I would do. I would. I'd, uh, I'd get sick. I'd worry that it was on me somewhere. You know. It, I'd know oh, way dude. in advance of something like that was going to happen. I would already. I would have walked. Walked out of that relationship way before they would have got to that. Well, I think, and what makes me think that she did do it, um, so I don't think that he woke up to it. Although I have heard that that rumor, I I think how it went was he lit, like he was going to bed and he lifted the covers and there was shit. Yes, yeah, that would uh, that ruin my that, whole day, <laughs> my whole day, right there. There would be no way I was going to bed, <laughs> you know. I then can't get, go to bed till this is cleaned up, and I'm not cleaning that up. You somebody. get like PTSD, dude. What if you were to go down? You wanted to sleep anywhere else in the house. What if there's shit under the fucking pads of the couch? You know what I mean? Uh, well, like first of all, it would be in my nose. Human poop is just something that sticks around too long, yeah. anyway. You know, it's why we flush it. <laughs> you know, it's why we we don't collect it for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a no I am not kidding you dude there is a video game where you can get where you can get turds out of a toilet and you use them for gas basically right that they can burn or whatever you use them for fire um it's called the uh, 7 days to die I'm not shitting you it is for real you can get turds out of a fucking toilet I'm not doing and it I didn't want to do it on the game dude I was like fuck there's other so I can get this fire without doing that. Yeah, I'm not grabbing shit even on a video game. It it sounds so fucking weird. I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, and that I'll a, tell you what else I'm not doing. I'm not hitting the brakes on a racing game. Oh, good point. I see what you're saying. I mean, unless you want to win, but yeah, no. Well, I, I, I remember like a buddy of mine. He was so pissed off because like I was like just tearing ass through a NASCAR game and like running on the walls and smacking yeah. into shit. And he's like, "Dude, that's not how you do it." I'm like, "Dude, I'm not in a NASCAR car. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not dropping quarters in the machine. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm not hitting the brakes. <laughs> that's a video game." That is not reality. <laughs> I'm in reality, controlling the not reality. Yeah, this is how <laughs> NASCAR would be if I was on. If Billy Craig was running down the uh, course, that's how I'd be doing it. I would hope that it would be easier to drive a car in real life. I would, it, like on a racetrack, a race car. I would hope that it is far more easy than doing it in a video game because that is the hardest thing I've ever tried to do, especially at like an arcade where they had the actual wheel that the, the, um, steering wheel. Oh Lord. Uh, uh-uh. I couldn't do it. I was so, I've, I've always been so terribly bad at that game. Yeah. Well, me too, because I don't, I don't want to hit the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, man, this bro, I can do this without hitting the brakes. I know if I hit this turn a certain way, there's always some kind of hack to a video game, you know? Eh, shit. <laughs> That's I remember like this uh, racist guy in a, one of those that you sit down in it, right? And uh, yeah. me and this guy had been competing for the fastest score. And uh, I found a shortcut and uh, 
throwed it in on him and oh you should have seen him you cut across the grass and i'm like dude shut up man it don't matter you know and it, <laughs> you can cut across the two next time you know? yeah. that was funny oh shit well I I had a lot of fun with that video game yeah i didn't i never i never had like i said with the driving ones i've never ever had with the exception of like mario kart that was uh that was that was a long long time ago 20 years actually uh more than 20 years it's been about 23 years since that was a big thing i remember my kids got it and it was fun but anyway um i've run up my time i do have to get back to doing the fun shit that I w- i've been doing get some sleep tonight too so get back to work yeah um but we have to do this again soon like i said man you're a mainstay brother so um we'll coordinate uh tomorrow or something the next time um, we can do another podcast and, uh, is that good with you? Yeah. Anytime. Right. I, I need to do one of my own. I haven't done one in uh, quite a while. I've been thinking about doing the, uh, driving in my car on my way and doing one like you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's sometimes you just got to talk. It's a good, sometimes, good you know, sometimes you get, we'll you say smart shit, you know, sometimes you don't, sometimes you feel like a nut. Um, and if ever you need, you want to have me over on yours, let me know, man. It's, uh, about time I repaid the favor. So, well, I'll, I'll just post yours. Okay. This one where, right here. Where can people find you? Uh, I guess, uh, right now, nuclear knucklehead is the uh, show name. Uh, you can email me at nuclear knucklehead at yahoo.com. You can catch me on the fringe radio network.com fringeradionetwork.com there you go and facebook and all kinds of other places there yeah and you can catch me uh bentley craig on facebook or nuclear knucklehead um yeah and you can find me at theweaponbook.com email me at me tv1105 at gmail.com and also find me on every major well not even every major a lot of social media platforms just search out my name oh Um, oh, and speaking of the weapon i thought about you a couple days ago i'm on uh 19 down here and uh and i'm passing a best buy and i was like oh and i had a few minutes but i was in traffic and i was moving and i thought about pulling in there real quick and get me a some kind of bad to, to get your book Oh, <laughs> yeah. I did think go. about it out loud for a minute. And I was like, ah, I got to keep going. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I actually just. Some merch because I got to start. Uh, I got to check some of this shit out. And um, I, I went in real hard on a. Uh, on trying to find out the perfect uh, hoodie because I love wearing hoodies. Um, and so I made I made some more merch. I got a, a great hoodie. It's called the the Windbreaker. Um, spelled for a certain way. Uh, got one of my shirts. Um, I know DB Cooper just got something. Um, what else? Oh, I got another shirt. My, my, my wife wanted one. I was like, all right. And then, uh, I made a, (laughs) I made a, a baby onesie (laughs) for anybody that's got babies that wants to put my kid in the merch and it's only like 15 bucks. It's not bad. I made everything as cheap as I can. So 
for people that want to um, support me, you can go to my website also and get some of my merch or buy the book or both. Or both, so, yeah. And like I always say, man, come on, he's your friend. Why wouldn't you help out your friend? Yeah. And get some good and, shit. And get, you know, and then plus you get something for it too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're really... making a bunch of money on any of your merch, but it'd be nice to see it, you know, yeah. out there. You could uh, sure take a picture of yourself with your, uh, in your onesie. That's high quality shit we're talking. Well, you could get at an, an adult size onesie. Yeah. Maybe I should make that. Like the footies. Dude, I got a fanny pack. I got, I got. All sorts of dumb shit, man. I, the mugs, uh, D.B. Cooper got a mug, and he said it was great. He also got a shirt, and he said it was good. Oh, that's right. I got – my son got a shirt, and then he also got the I, – I, do you call them toboggan hats? I, that's what we call them down in Tennessee. Well, I, I call them a toboggan, but my uh, honey, she's from up in uh, Canada, and oh, yeah. uh, she gives me the uh, evil eye and tells me, you know, of course, it's a toque. Uh, toboggan is – Oh, yeah, toque. Yeah, so it's one of those hats. And, um, it's great. It is so good. I mean, it's, again, it's, it is good quality. It keeps your head warm. Um, it stay, it doesn't, you know, the elasticity or whatever doesn't go out of it. It's, um, it's great. So I might have well, to pick that up. Cause right now I got a car heart and I'm, uh, I'm like, I don't know if I want to wear a car heart. Yeah. Now you got mine. And I think that's pretty cheap too. I think that's somewhere around 10 or $15. So but I can only wear that about a month and a half down Not here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh florida stays warm for uh quite a long time well all right brother um it was good talking with you and we will do this again soon uh you got anything else uh i was on the uh oh, that's right. and dane show not too long ago it wasn't the greatest recording but uh I was on there. We're going yeah. to do that again. Everybody go check cool. it out. That's awesome, man. Expand out, dude. Expand out as much as you can. Barton Dane. That is a uh, kind of a, a follow. You know, you can kind of get credit for that one, too, because that was somebody I'd uh, influenced into doing a podcast a while back. Oh, cool. Nice. And they're doing really well. Yeah, Dane. Hey, yeah, they get like local doctors and lawyers and judges, and they sit down and talk to them, and then you know, and they know them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like really cool. That's awesome, dude. That's fantastic. So you know, they'll hey, have like an actual real live doctor from my hometown or that area, and yeah. talking about the nonsense of things. Yeah, that's it's an excellent idea. See people, go start your podcast, man. So see, it's a uh, it's a trickle down. Yeah, it's awesome. So they they've got several under their belt, and they actually was on a live radio show being inter you know interviewed not too long right. ago. That's, so that that's was cool. That's awesome. Local. Well, there All you go. Right. Credit for you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you, sir. Um. All right, I got to get off. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be liberal. Take care, brother. Peace.